Welcome, welcome. You're listening to season six of Oh My Travel Podcast. A travel podcast that highlights women, people of color, and our travel community. I'm your host, Janine, a.k.a. The Wild Explorer. And I'm your co-host, Martha, a.k.a. Martha Getzet. We have a great episode for you today. So let's go. We're done. Hey everyone, welcome back to Oh My Travel Podcast. Martha and I have a very special guest on our show today. We have Sierra from Wellness Travel Diaries. We're so excited to have you. We've been chatting it up and you're finally here on the podcast. Uh, Sierra, tell us a bit about yourself. Yeah, well, first of all, I'm so excited to be here as well. Thank you so much for inviting me on. I'm just super excited for this conversation and to kind of share a little bit about my story. Um, so a little bit about myself. Uh, my name is Sierra, pronounced like the singer. Um, and I have a wellness travel blog. I'm a wellness travel blogger, writer, and coach. Awesome. Awesome. Um, very cool. We know you're into wellness and we wanted to do, well, we threw in a little bit of wellness into our this or that, that we do every um, episode. So we're just going to get to it. I'm just going to blurb out some stuff and you're going to tell me this or that. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> All right. Yoga or meditation? Oh, that's a good one. Recently, ooh, the, so previously I would have said yoga, but right now I'm, I, I would say meditation. Nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Hiking or lounging? Hiking for sure. All the way. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, breakfast or dinner? Oh, that's a, that's a good one. Is there an option for breakfast for dinner? Because I'm a big fan of that, the breakfast for dinner. So Ooh. you still get like the breakfast food, but like at dinner time. But I really like yeah. dinner time, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. it's right, probably my favorite right. meal. I love it. <laughs> we prefer eating in the evening, but we prefer the breakfast food for it. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like pancakes, waffles. So good. Mm. All the bomb food. Yes. Um, <laughs> last one um travel insurance or live on the edge that's a, a you have like some gem questions here um because <laughs> previously again I would have been for like sure. said live on the edge like for sure but after my it's probably a little story too but after my last travel experience me and my husband we traveled through eastern Europe and you know, I was kind of thinking, I've been like reading so many articles about, you know, travel insurance is like really important. You just like never know what will happen. And I think at the, at the beginning of our trip, we didn't have travel insurance. And I was like, you know, maybe it's a good idea to get it, which I'm so grateful we did because we ended up having an incident and needed to go to the hospital. So I am firm believer of travel insurance all the way. Like after that, it's like, I'm so glad we, we had travel insurance. It covered everything and we didn't have to worry about anything. It's always one of those things where you don't even think about it until you actually need it. And then you're like, yeah, uh, why did I not? Or thank God that I did. Yeah. 
A hundred percent. And like knowing myself, I'm, I don't want to say I'm accident prone, but I kind of am. So I feel like it's always, and I like, we're super into like adventurous stuff. So I think it's, you know, it's probably better to like lean more towards travel insurance because if you're like always doing this adventurous stuff, you just never know what will happen. Oh, totally. Totally. Yeah. Um, so you've been to 29 countries. Is that right? Or yes, that I have. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Amazing. Um, favorite yeah. so far, which I mean, like, is do you have like a list? Um, do you have any? Yeah, favorites? I do. So I've honestly, I've really enjoyed like all my experiences at the at, in different countries. I think when I think about like what's like my favorite, I think I, I guess I think more of like experiences. Like I'm a big Christmas person. So like during the holidays is like, I love the holidays. So going to Europe during Christmas season, I'm all about the Christmas markets. And so I think um, we went to the Christmas markets in 2019 and uh, 2020. And before they had like shut down for Christmas, like 2020, uh, it was January, 2020. Um, and I absolutely loved it. So I would definitely say like the Christmas market time, love that, that time period. And I would say one of like my favorite markets, because I know you asked about which country, I would say Croatia is one of my like all time favorite Christmas markets. It's so beautiful there. I wouldn't even like, I don't know why I don't think of like Croatia and Christmas markets. I mean, I'm sure like there's so many countries that have them but there's so many yeah oh very cool yeah yeah there's a lot and there's I've been to like there's some in Germany and the German Christmas markets they're amazing like they're all so amazing I think what for the reason why I picked Croatia specifically is because we also went to uh Plitzvitska during uh when it was snowy so it's uh, imagine a a national park just literally blanketed in snow and they're famous for these green and teal color lakes that they have so it's like teal and green emerald colored lakes with a white background and it it was stunning like all the pictures we took were breathtaking (laughs) wow that sounds incredible I I can't even imagine in the winter what that looks like that's so cool um is are there any countries on your list that you like really want to go to coming up yeah so a country that I'm really excited to go to that we're like planning to go to this year is Belize so I'm super excited to go to Belize and and we haven't really been to that many uh tropical kind of countries so I'm really excited to kind of dive into like that side so Belize is a big one that we're looking forward to going to Thailand Costa Rica and um, also like journeying down into South America I actually haven't been yet so that's a big destination that I we want to go to is just kind of like go backpacking through South America ah, amazing you're gonna love it um, yeah so cool um we wanted to ask of course wellness um which country would you say offers the most in terms of wellness or like what have you kind of come across that stood out yeah so I think it kind of depends what kind of like wellness you want to focus on so for me one country or one city in particular that really stood out so I am I'm a wellness traveler and I also focus on I also have food allergies so I'm allergic to gluten and dairy and so 
I will typically try to find either destinations that kind of support that, or I do 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 a lot of like cooking and like Airbnbs as well. But um, in particular, one city that I found that just had so many options, like way more than I thought was Barcelona. And Barcelona has so many vegan options. They have some like free options. And I think if you're looking at like wellness in the terms of maybe allergy-friendly destinations or like vegan destinations or gluten-free, Barcelona is probably like one of my favorite cities in countries that really like offers that up. Um, I think throughout Eastern Europe, there are a lot of countries or yeah, a lot of countries there in cities especially I think maybe the capital cities, they do offer a lot of, um, again, around like the wellness trend for it, for around like food. They do have like a lot of options as well, whether that's like for gluten-free, dairy-free, vegan. Uh, it just kind of like depends, I think. Uh, during that time when I was traveling there, they also had a time when they would fast. So for instance, when I was in I want to say when I was in Bulgaria, there was uh, times where they had a certain fast. I don't really know the name, so I don't want to say it, but times where they would fast and they wouldn't really eat dairy. So it was a lot, it was a lot easier for me to find foods that I could eat. I would just tell them that, oh, like I'm fasting and they'd say, okay, well, we have like this option, but just like making sure that this option also didn't have like eggs or or um, some dairy in it because I know sometimes it's more like vegetarian so just like really like being like extra cautious with that but I found that those places also have like really good um, like or they're really great destinations for wellness but if you're looking for more like outdoorsy wellness or places with like just beautiful scenery I would say I say Eastern Europe still really has that as well and Switzerland too is just gorgeous country if you're looking to get out and like go hiking like more adventurous stuff I would definitely put that on your bucket list amazing that's so cool you said Barcelona um I I was there for like two months and I had a friend come visit me who was vegan and yeah mm -hmm. she was like there's so many great vegan options I know you're not like necessarily vegan but like the dairy-free um, yeah I'm vegan I should I say the beginners, I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so awesome. Um, and then do you like use any certain apps or anything to like, for those like food allergies to like find places or is it just kind of about communication? I actually, that's a great question. So I use I use both. So I think it, it depends to, um, I use both. So for when I'm looking for dairy free, and I've also found too, like being like dairy free, like, because I do lean more vegan-ish. Uh, I don't eat like red meat. Um, I eat fish every now and again, I find like apps like happy cow to be extremely helpful. There's just so much restaurants on there uh it's like their apps too like the growing juice there's a lot of like community you can find on there so that's like a big app that I use whenever I'm traveling anywhere I just like hop on happy cow and say oh what's some good vegan restaurants in this area and so that's like a great way for me to find it and then another app that I use is finally gluten-free so then I find like those gluten-free restaurants as well and oh, then 
Yeah. So I would say like, those are like two big ones. And then also word of mouth, I think is like a great way because there's probably also some restaurants on that aren't listed on there and they might have options. They may not, you don't really know, but I feel like locals are, they know so much about their city and just like asking a local, like, Hey, like, do you know a gluten-free place or a vegan place? They tend to, they know so many options. And I feel like I found a lot of great restaurants or just like great activities by just like having striking up a random conversation with a stranger or just like walking into a shop and asking some questions or if we're staying at a hostel asking the the staff there about different like places to go or like foods to eat or restaurants to eat um, I think those are all very helpful amazing I, I love these tips um that's awesome um when you're looking into a new destination, um, you know, something either picks your interest or, you know, if I say you're, you know, backpacking through Europe and you know, you're going to go through, um, you know, various countries, is there something that you kind of look for when visiting these destinations? Yeah. So I'm really big into outdoor travel and just adventure traveling. So I'm always looking for places that have a lot of I guess, uh, I, don't know. I, I guess I have just like a lot of like outdoor amenities or just like places to like go hiking or just like to be outdoors. I, we don't travel as much to like big cities as much as, I mean, well, Barcelona is a big city, but um, I do like to travel to more of like off of beaten path destinations. So I think mm-hmm. that's like when I'm like looking at places to travel, it's probably more like off the beaten path. And then also, is there a ton of like outdoor activities to do, whether that's like hiking or kayaking or, or maybe camping or trekking. So that would be a big thing that I plug into. And then also, just looking if it's like allergy friendly, if it's more, I just like to like think about if it's more, okay, like this destination may not have a lot of food. So it might be like more cooking and Airbnbs, whereas this destination might have a ton of food that we can eat. So just to kind of like help me like plan to trip a little more, um, I would say like those are like the big things. And then also just like going online and like checking out like Skyscanner or Romando and just seeing where cheap flights are at the moment. I think that's those all combine and play a role into trip planning because you can find some like incredibly great deals on the Skyscanner and Wanda. Yeah so awesome I love like a, a good deal finder you're like well that one was on my list so why not yeah why not you're like yeah exactly <laughs> and I feel like it's when you're in Europe too traveling you just I just feel like there's just so many like cheap flights that like pop up and you're like oh I didn't think about going there but it's like only 50 bucks round trip why not let's go (laughs) I love that uh side question has there been any country that kind of surprised you like maybe like you know it was a country a you know a bordering country or you know just a country Mm -hmm. that you're like all right let's let's go didn't have you know big expectations or anything was there anything like that where it just like either offered you know it had a really awesome like there was a lot to do outdoors or like a great food scene was there anything that surprised you like that yeah that's a great question I would say one place that really surprised me was Romania I did not like I was super excited to go to Romania we were only going to spend I think two weeks there ended up staying a month and a half and really enjoyed it it's just so beautiful there 
I didn't expect it to be that green and just that pretty and just it's just very like peaceful too I think as well and then um, with the food scene there was just so many uh, we had a we did do a lot of cooking I think in Romania more so than other places but it's just because we we're staying in in smaller towns um but I, I like enjoyed it and I loved like really experimenting with like local food and just like learning more about Romanian culture. And we also got to see Castle Bran, which was really cool. So I think just that area really surprised me. Oh, that's so awesome. I've been wanting to go to Romania. I don't even know like what kind of sparked it, but it looks, uh-huh. it looks really amazing. So I love that. You're it, like, bringing I, it like more. Yeah. Oh, I highly recommend it. I, yeah, I, I highly recommend it. I think we had, I think just how we were talking about earlier about like finding like cheap deals. And I think actually that's like how we found it that, and then their Christmas markets, they have a beautiful Christmas market there in Sibiu it's their top Christmas market in Romania and it's incredible. It's so much fun. And there's just so many, just like tasty snacks to see. They have like huge Ferris wheels and the rides. They have like ice skaters. They have like a little ice skating performance. And I was like, this is so cool. And so, yeah, I highly recommend it. Especially, yeah, if you like the winter, like I would definitely recommend going in the winter time. We haven't been during summer, but I've heard it's also really pretty there as well. Okay. Okay. Making my notes. (laughs) Watch. Well, next winter. Next winter. 2022, I guess, December or 2023. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about your blog. Um, You have such great posts on it about hiking and getting your vegan food at festivals and inspirational quotes um, to inspire, you know, future travel. Um, when mm-hmm. did you start the blog? Like, how did that come about? Yeah. So I started my blog in May, 2020. So I literally started in the middle, like right when the pandemic happened, I had always wanted to start a blog. And so I actually started my first blog when I, the first time I went abroad and I did a, a student teaching program in Spain for a year. And I just did it kind of like on the side, just so like my family would know like what I'm up to. I was like by myself. I was like, okay, I'll start a little blog so people know what I'm doing. And I fell in love with it. And I really loved it. And then I moved back to the States, got married and we started traveling. I was like, you know, I really like want to blog again. And I don't want it to just be a hobby. Like I want to really just like pour everything into it. So that's when it started. And almost, I guess, like two years ago, or a year and a half ago in May 2020. I'm just kind of talking about our, our trips that we're currently doing, previous trips, just like really helping other travelers who want to travel with like a wellness focus or outdoor focus, or have allergies, be able to feel comfortable and confident, you know, traveling. So that's kind of like really, yeah, what it's about. That's so cool. Did you see like a lack of like blogs or information on, you know, wellness and like food allergies? Is that kind of, do you feel like you're filling a, (laughs) yeah, filling a little void there? (laughs) Yeah. I feel like I have seen where it's just like really focused on gluten-free and then I've seen a lot of like vegan blogs, but I haven't seen any that kind of combine the two. And so I did feel like there was kind of 
that was like kind of like a missing piece because I kind of like hit on both of those um, or just one that's like really like focused on allergies. And then also with tying it into like with like a black perspective, um, I really feel like I haven't really seen that in the space as much as well. Just kind of like what it means to like be a black traveler with like food allergies and going to these like different places and like loving the outdoors. Um, there are some out there and I, I also just like wanted to contribute to that and, you know, just like make it more, I guess that people don't feel like they're alone, you know, like if they're a person of color and they have like food allergies, you know, just like making sure that they have like right resources and feel comfortable, comfortable in their bodies and traveling. Um, so I would say, yeah, kind of like feeling a void. And then also just something that I'm just super passionate about. Like I could probably speak hours on this topic and just, you know, something that's like really dear to my heart. And I feel that I have really figured out like kind of like my system when just like transitioning from, you know, not having food allergies to transitioning to having food allergies. It's, it's a pretty big deal. And there's like so much that goes into it. And if I could just like help make that transition easier for someone else, it's totally worth it. So that's kind of like where that, like, I guess that blog like comes in. Awesome. I love that. Um, I wanted to ask you about, um, you've experienced a, a TBI, traumatic brain injury. Um, yeah. And you share about that. Could you elaborate more on, on that? Yeah. So I say that maybe this isn't the best thing, but I always say like, I graduated college with two things with a degree and then a brain injury. So I got my brain injury from playing collegiate sports and I had really bad symptoms from it, had post-concussion syndrome, had really bad migraines, headaches, you know, had difficulty sleeping, just a lot of different things. And I know it can manifest differently in different individuals because our brains are just so unique. Um, and I, so I had this, but then I also, you know, have this like love of travel. So the first time that like I went abroad, I had just like a lot of things that I was like working through, like with like my brain injury and just trying to heal that. And I think going abroad kind of gave me that, um, maybe just like it helped me heal that part of myself and heal the, my relationship with this like invisible disability that I had. And like, then coming back really gave me the, the strength to really like dive in and plug in and to, you know, just like try more things and just relearn how my brain works. Um, so I, I touched on this, like in my blog and, you know, that's part of the reasons like why I, went gluten-free and dairy-free. Um, a lot of doctors had like recommended it to me. And then I found out I had allergies. So it just, it just seemed like a seamless switch for me to kind of like do this, to kind of like help my health improve. Um, and it made a big difference for me. And so I would say it's been, it's definitely been like a journey and it's definitely taken um, years for my brain to heal. And, you know, it's been, it's been a great journey to just like learning more about like myself and just learning different ways to take care of myself. And what does that mean? And then when I'm like at home taking care of myself, what does it mean when I'm traveling, taking care of myself? Um, I really feel like it helped heal my relationship with my body in a, a lot of different ways. Oh, I like how you, you know, you, you look at it differently. It's not like this, like, oh my God, this happened to me. Um, yeah. 
which I'm sure like maybe you did go through that for a, a yeah oh no whatever yeah and definitely went through that for a brief period because it, it literally shifts your world you know there's a this quote I worked um I forget what this quote was called but it's just it's just basically saying that you just never know when like a disability can happen to you because it just like happens in the blink of an eye you know and that happened to me of just everything was fine and then just like the next day it was just like out done and it, it was like this for years and just so like I did have that time of just like mourning I think because it's like you kind of have like lost this part of yourself that you had before but then like I feel like once you're done with the mourning then you can move on to see maybe how to like reframe it and how to like learn this like new body that you have and how to like love your body. And I feel like from that like transition or transformation or transition is I felt like so much goodness that came for that. Like for me personally. Yeah. Wow. Um, and you mentioned, Oh, go ahead. (laughs) No, Sierra, I'm sure with the blog, um, and you speaking so freely about these things, Um, I'm sure you're giving someone else courage to go out there and not let it um, hold them back. It's something that, you know, you were fearful of at first, but are, you're overcoming it. Yeah. Define you permanently and keep you on the sidelines. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. And just like, also, you know, just like learning how to like take care of our our brains too. Like, I think that was like the biggest thing that I have like learned, like one of the biggest lessons I learned with having like a TBI is just how to take care of your brain. Cause like, I don't think we're taught that in school, you know, like you graduate, but they don't tell you like how to just take care of your brain, whether that's with like diet, I think it's like more focused on like weight loss, but not really eating for your brain. Or just like different, like maybe there's supplements. I'm not a doctor, so definitely talk to your doctor. But, you know, if there's different like nutrient supplements and stuff you can take to help your brain, maybe that it might be like missing or, you know, like spending time outdoors does like wonders for your, your mental health or your brain health. Um, yeah, so I think just learning like those like tidbits really helps too, just like with your, your brain health. And I kind of learned that from my traumatic brain injury. Oh, wow. Um, I know you mentioned also like being at home. How do you incorporate wellness into just like your everyday? And then also how do you incorporate travel? Because I mean, you you don't travel all the time, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So to how to incorporate every day. So the biggest thing this is that I've like been embracing over the last like couple months. And I think it does like wonders for your, just your overall health, for your like, mental health, for your physical health is to dance it out. Just, you know, at five minutes every day, crank up your favorite song and just dance however your body wants to. And I'm not sure like what study, but like research shows that it does like wonders for like, your mental health, just to dance, just have a little dance party with yourself. So that's like something that I, I can do like at home or like when I'm traveling, just like put my headphones on and dance. And you know what, if someone's like watching, just like go in the bathroom, if you like don't want to be around people, but you know, just like dance it out. I feel like that's like one thing that I do kind of no matter where I'm at. And so easy, right? Like you don't yeah, need anything. Super easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And then another one is just like, is just being outside. Like, I think that also 
does wonders for your mental health. And there's a lot of research that shows just spending like five minutes outside just can have so many like health benefits. So whether that's going on a walk or just sitting and just, just letting my brain, giving my brain just quiet time, just like not being like on my phone, just kind of breathing, or like maybe I'm just like outside gardening or coloring, just kind of giving like my brain like that downtime and time to like soak up that like vitamin D or just like being outside and breathing in that fresh air. Amazing. I love that. And then with travel, like how do you make that a priority? Because you do travel a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah. How do you, how do you make that a priority? What, what is the balance? Yeah. So with, with being outside, I make that a priority by we, we walk a lot to a lot of places that where we're traveling. So if we can like walk there instead of like taking a taxi or the bus, we'll try to walk there. So then that gets us kind of like that outdoor time, but then we're also like being able to, to travel to like wherever we're trying to go. Um, and then with the, with the dancing, that just like shows up when, just like when I wake up and I'm like, okay, like put a little dance on. And I think another thing component for me that I found that can sometimes be the challenge is just the, the diet personally, kind of with those like food allergies. So just like making sure that I'm eating foods that I feel energize me, even like when I'm traveling, um, it just like really, I feel helps keeps my body kind of like streamlined, like when I'm here and when I'm there, like enjoy the foods like where I'm at. Like if I'm in Italy, like I'm gonna eat pasta or try to find like all the gluten-free pasta. But then I also like wanna like incorporate like foods that I um, that I know like I personally might need to kind of like help with like my brain health. So like putting and making sure I get some like dark leafy greens that day or making sure I eat some berries, which are really good for your brain or walnuts. So that could be making sure like before I leave, like putting walnuts in like my backpack and, you know, I have like a snack throughout the day. So I know that I'm like taking care of like my brain and then I can eat like whatever else that I want to enjoy why I'm out. Um, but I also have like my base is like too covered. Right. Oh, so important. Yeah. Yeah. It's very important. It is. Um, we want to ask you our very last question that we ask all our guests. Why do you travel? Oh, that question is a beautiful question. I love hearing like why people travel because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's just so personal, you know, it's just like, we all yeah. travel for different reasons. Um, I travel because honestly, I just love people. I love like learning and people and cultures. And I just love the freedom that comes with it. So I travel because I get to experience all of those. And I just love I guess another reason is I just love storytelling. And so being able to like listen to another person's story, which is completely different than mine, I just think is just so incredible. And it's eye-opening and I just get to learn so much and just to experience so much and connect with people. So that those, I would say those are the big reasons why I travel. Oh, I love that. I love that. Yes. Yeah. Travel is definitely a learning experience. Yeah, it definitely is. And just like, a, it's a way to just like engage like with the world and it's, it's awesome. Amazing. Um, please tell our listeners where they could find you, where they could get more tips. All the yes. Stuff. <laughs> 
Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is wellness travel diaries. I also have a free transformative guidebook for all your listeners and you can find that. Maybe you could put it in the show notes, but it's on, uh, it's on my blog and you can find that. And it kind of talks about travel and how to heal through transformative travel. So a completely free guidebook. And my blog is wellnesstraveldiaries.com. Amazing. Oh my God. Thank you so much, Sierra. This has been so like informational and it was just so nice to finally chat with you and just learn more about you. And we just, we love your energy and thank you for coming on the show. Yeah. Thank you again so much. Like both of you for inviting me on here. It was so much fun just chatting with you guys and just like learning more and just also being able to like share my story and yeah, just thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. (laughs) Amazing. Thank you. And we hope you have, enjoy the rest of your weekend. (laughs) Thanks. You guys do. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. I'm going to stop recording. That's our episode. Please remember to subscribe and follow for new episodes dropping every Tuesday. If you enjoyed our show and our guests, please feel free to follow us on Instagram at Oh My Travel Podcasts, at The Wild Explorer, and at Martha Gets It. And please feel free to share this with your friends and leave us a positive review on Apple Podcasts. Bye.